Garage Therapy. It has been a good hot minute since we've not not a good hot minute since we've been on the mic, but a good hot minute since we've gone ahead and followed through and finished uploading. And it's not not for lack of having good material. It's just been it's a been wild ride emotionally for like as everything, of course, emotionally, but um, it's just been crazy. It has been so crazy. So we've missed you guys. We've been thinking about you guys. We've recorded all sorts of podcasts. Yeah, we recorded some. We just, I guess we didn't hit on stuff we wanted to or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was, we've just been on such an emotional roller coaster this this summer, this year that. That's been like since we started recording this thing. I'm pretty I know. Sure, I'm pretty sure we've said that on every episode. I know. So just where do kidding. you want to start? Where do we want to start? Um. Okay, where did we leave off? I mean, I don't know. People listen to these all out of order, so it's not like you have to follow along with our story. And so be we like, have this Gino, right? We already talked about Gino. We did. We, we never put out the after. We recorded the podcast like the day or two after we got home from his funeral. And I've edited that one. That one's completely ready to go. And I just, I don't know, maybe it just felt irreverent to be like fresh off the heels because I, I recorded it and, and had it ready to go within like, days after yeah. coming home from the funeral and it was just kind of one of those like pump the brakes like this was a lot there was a lot that happened that you and I have been able to talk about and deduce and make sense of of, of conversations that happened in the hotel room with all the guys and it just felt like you know sometimes you just have to you just have to pause you just go I'm not these these episodes might come out I will really re-listen to them maybe and go okay yep I'm okay to put that out but I there is a sense of respect that I have for everybody that maybe was talked about. I don't even remember. <laughs> like, But yeah, we left off around that. and Well, it sucks, yeah, because like, <clears throat> I, like we, you said, we've recorded some. So it's like, am I going to repeat something that's... And if you do, oh well. Like oh well. not everybody listens to every podcast. And that's cool if you do. We really do appreciate those of you who are sticking here and our numbers are going up. And we appreciate those of you who are sharing so As, I guess it's September. Is that where we're at? Yeah. So, okay. So the last podcast we uploaded was on September 21st and two days later. No, no, no. Let's start. Let's start. <laughs> <clears throat> the next day we watched uh, an episode of the Goldbergs, which, uh, you know, it's a, that's a really funny show. It's but, a good one. Uh, we were watching an episode and do I need to even back it up further? Like everyone mm. knows I'm, I'm like, I found a hobby and it's something that I try to, I'm pursuing and that's building guitars. Yeah, so we're trying. You're, we're slowly kind of. We're, we've started a business, um, and we're it's developing. We, my dad was a woodworker. He was trained. We have this whole story. We, we go into it. Anyway. Anyway, so Jim's kind of trying this out to see. It's really been a good 
therapeutic passion. It's been really nice. It's been literally mentally good. Yeah. And so you've been working with a a longtime friend of my dad who is a master woodworker and just kind of training under him and going kind of going, okay, is this the path that you want to take? Is this, does this feel right? I mean, it's, it it comes with its own set of challenges and like any major career questions. But at this point we are, we're at a, we have to make a decision. You know, we have to figure out what we're doing, how we're moving forward. And so we decided we're all in. Like, we're going to do this. I'm like, going gonna, gonna to do yeah. this. We're going to start guitars. Let's start investing and really bi- building this business. Let's do this. And so we were watching an episode of Goldberg's the night before, which we'll, we can get into it. The wor- Basically, the universe was warning, of, warning us of what was going to happen the next yeah, day. The, the episode of Goldberg's is like, it's about... They've got us a, uh, a wood shop teacher and he's like, yeah, safety. And he's got his fingers cut off, whatever. So I go up there the next day, had a great day. It was a Friday, tons of stuff, got all the kinds of stuff going, got done. Was cutting some of my last back braces on the table saw and lobbed off my finger. It's been a, it's been a wild. So day. I cut my finger off. <laughs> So, and that's fun. And we recorded again, we recorded like the day after, or maybe the night of that you were released from the hospital after surgery and after the overnight stay and all that stuff. Like it was like a, it took, it was a couple days of just like constant in and out in the hospital. Really. It was like three days in the hospital. I mean, I essentially cut two fingers off. Yeah. I just happened to fall into the hands of an awesome hand surgeon that was able to reattach stuff. I know. And it looks looks so good. But we recorded into that gone. and right after it happened and, and then that disc is somewhere we haven't, anyway, anyway, excuses, 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 whatever has happened. Big picture though, we, the emotional roller coaster of cutting your finger off and of Gino dying was just like the climax, dude. We didn't even start the downhill oh descent yet. And we didn't realize that was, we were like, we're handling this well. We were having a sense of humor about it all. We were oh, yeah. emotionally processing it. Like we weren't pretending that this wasn't happening or we like we were using a lot of comedic relief. Yeah, very much so. And and then it was like a week and a half, 2 weeks later that the crash st- kind of started coming and you and I both kind of went a little bit more recluse. We the emotional high and the shock of it all kind of wore off and that's when our trauma cycle like kind of reared its fucking head, you know what I'm saying? Right. And Which was really like, it was awful to go through, right? Oh, it was all fun and games in the beginning, though. It was like, ah, let's name it Ned. (laughs) Oh, we were just having a good old time. We were just laughing and joking with the nurses and my (laughs) fingers sitting on the tray. That was so disgusting. I don't, why would you give me that visual? Well. Oh. So, yeah. Sounded like Napoleon Dynamite right there. (laughs) Lucky. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. And, and then the emotional high, the right. adrenaline kind of came down. It was a few days after we got home that I finally was just kind of like, I cut my fucking finger off my hand. <laughs> it's, like it's, it's gone. gone. Like it'll never be back, you know? Yeah. So all of a sudden it's like, I'm in the bathroom bawling because it's like, what did you, you dumb. And everyone's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So, and it's like, no. You don't have to be sorry. 
the fucking saw blade didn't jump at my finger. Yeah. I made a mistake. I got complacent. I tried to clear a piece of wood like a cocky guy and I paid the price. And it's, it's been a life. We've taken so many lessons from it, but we also crashed and crashed and burned a little bit. Oh. We'll be real. We'll be real. We, it caught up, it caught up to us. The, the shock of it, the, the, all of a sudden, like we were trying to build this business and ready to go. We like literally the couple days before we're like, yep, let's do this. And then just ran straight fucking into a brick wall Cement of stop. Wall. Like, yeah. I mean, we had to, you had to stop. We had to deal with it. It was tra- traumatic on a lot of areas and it brought up trauma for both of us in other ways, visuals, the visuals of blood of yeah shit. It, it really, uh, uh, yeah. it brought it, it, it was a domino effect that happened and we both were aware and we were talking going, Hey, this is a domino effect. But when it came to emotionally keeping in check, for I me. wouldn't say it in check even. It was, well, how do you discharge those emotions, right? Because they build. We were aware that they were building. We knew we were assessing them going, okay, I'm having anxiety. We could talk to each other about it. But ultimately, we went back into old patterns, I guess, of I'm just going to snap at you instead of finding a healthy way to let that emotion out. Right. And we both did that. That's on both parts. And it, oh, I mean, absolutely. I will high five you and be like, on a scale of one to 10 of where we've been, it was like a solid five, you know, well, maybe, maybe even less, maybe four. If 10 being like atomic bomb got dropped on the world. <laughs> and the neighbors, just kidding. Yeah. It was just a grenade. Just a grenade got launched or two. Anyway, so that's been crazy. And we talked about it. We've gone through it. We had our little fights. And and I mean, this has been a lot of a doctor's appointments and a lot of therapy as well. Um, because like we I didn't a, already have enough right, of those. While we were in the hospital with it, we knew what was going to happen. We knew that this was Trump. We were facing trauma. The brain was physically experiencing new trauma, different trauma, but still had that potential to set off that, Ugh. that cycle. We knew and so we called and we we were we set up therapy appointments for you to be able to handle this in a controlled setting and get everything out. But well, we just have a lot going on. <laughs> therapy meaning both, you know, obviously like emotional therapists and physical therapy. Like yeah, all of a sudden so I doctors. have to learn how to curl my middle finger again. And and there's a lot that go, goes into it. It's your dominant hand as well. And so that's. It's, it's been a challenge, but to correlate that into like a bigger picture thing is we, we kind of failed this one. I mean, no, I would say, let's be fair. I would give us like a C plus, maybe B minus for what, for like how we handled everything. We weren't perfect. We, we fought with each other. We blew up at each other a little bit. I would definitely put us in the B category. You think? B minus. Yeah. Remember, we were both, yeah, we, we were we, both we, telling each other all the time, like, you're handling this like a champ. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm talking from full picture, from from moment it happened to today. Whole picture. Uh, Does that change your grade? No. <laughs> you, see, you hear Jim in the, just, oh. To, in the total, the total thing of how did we handle this in the immediate aftermath and the days and weeks following? Um, because there was a, a drastic shift in our emotional state in the week, week and a half that it first happened versus the second, the latter part. 
there was just, it was like completely emotional, high adrenaline. This is great. Like not great, but you know, <laughs> we're handling this great. <laughs> we're doing so good with this. Like, okay, yeah, we've got this, we can handle this. And then reality set in and, and we had these fights. We ended up fighting and not proud of how intense it got to us. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, well. whatever it was. It's in the realm of normal. <laughs> like, there was a little bit what of... What is normal? Right. That's all relative. Um, anyway, it wasn't too bad, but it was bad. And the difference where we, we both kind of were kicking ourselves pretty hard for it because we both understood that we had valid points, but we were just missing the mark on communicating it. Like, right. there was just something that was just... It was just missing, but we worked through it. So we come back around and we didn't really talk to each other for almost a full day, which is a big deal for us to not to like have a fight and sit on it for more than a couple hours without being like, okay, cool. Let's talk about this. Yeah, that's true. For us to just be like, mm, fuck you for 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> but we did and it was it was awkward it was pretty awkward when we first yeah, started because we both felt so passionately about where we were that we needed to spend 24 hours not talking to each other thinking about how we could address this and get across what we were trying to what we were meaning to say and we did it we got there we and w there was tough talks there it's not like we we both said hard truths to each other that we needed to hear that kind of sting a little bit, but we handled it well going, okay, she's he or she both. It goes both ways. Isn't meaning to like jab a knife, but maybe just a little, they're just not meaning to twist it. They meant to stab. They didn't mean to twist. Okay. Right. <laughs> but I just meant to show you my knife, not stab you. with. <laughs> that sounds so violent. Oh my God. Well, we're not, just, we're just, this is hypotheticals. We just, what are we supposed to say? Like we're supposed the to flower talk in petal and the, <laughs> I was just going to say, we have to talk in sunshine and rainbows, right? Like, but that's not real. That's not, I mean, it is, is it? We live in Mabel land. No, we're the matrix. Oh, I've stayed awake for the matrix for the first time. Like that. I deserve a round of, everybody should yes, give me a round of was, applause I think for that. What, the, that was probably the fourth time I've tried to get you to watch it. I would and say this that's was the first time that you've ever stayed awake. For I did. Thing. And I'm going to be completely honest. I think I fell asleep for like 15 minutes, but that's not you, that bad. Okay. Well, I wasn't ever going to tell you because you always get mad sometimes when I'm like, yeah, I look <laughs> get mad sometimes. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, I, lost I always it. get mad sometimes for what? Did you fall asleep too? No, you get mad at me sometimes. <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, I looked over there and I'm pretty sure you were asleep. And you're like, no, I wasn't. So I'm glad that you're admitting that you did. But I think it was just really, really for a brief second. I don't think it was a pivotal moment because I understood it bigger than I ever have. Granted, I had just finished reading Eckhart Tolle. Tolle, Tolle, Tolle. I said that wrong. Anyway. So I think my mind was already in a kind of, all right, take this not stupid action like i'm sorry i still think the cinematography is so stupid well that's because you don't understand you don't understand <laughs> that was like the bomb.com when that came out that was that was oh uh, i know John no Wick's i understand i remember i remember my friend's dad being like the matrix is life man like this is real 
this is this is how it is like this is real and he like you know so that one that was me i totally side railed the whole conversation no that's okay it's a good side rail but um yeah i still stand by like the stupid action moves like come on the stiff ones like or they just flip upside down but nothing moves i get it i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it i don't get open your mind man (laughs) but what does like how is that cool like what what is that supposed to be like because you know you know how badass it would because it would be cool to be able to do that but but like is it like time bending at the same time like what's the concept being presented by those visuals or was it just like look how we can slow down the camera really cool was that what was going I on? I don't know. I want to You're know. a hater. I'm not a hater. I just want to talk to the You're computer programmer behind that. The the uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at. I'm going to start reading credits. Whoever edited that, I want to go. Okay, what was going on in your mind? I will, help me understand because I don't. Like when I we, get it. I get it. Well, it's cool. It was like state of the art. It was super unique. It was something new. The mind blowing concept. That reminds me. I still look at the like weird old like freeze like I'm a cat frozen in the air. It just seems really. I just be like I don't get it. It's fine. Don't get it. I don't. I get the concept of of the movie. Okay. (laughs) That we talked about you because you you were like I want to know what's going on behind your brain or whatever. So we were talking about the movie Saw. Oh. Oh, yeah, like, like, what fucked up person wrote like, Saw? Well, I mean... Like, not no judgment, but, like, you're kind of fucked up, like... I know, I like, think where we can do you get those ideas? You have to have those thoughts, right? You're taking it out in a creative way, and that's kudos to you for doing the right thing with your destructive mind and channeling it into creativity and art form of and cinema or whatever, but, like... Help me understand damn, the mentality. Damn, son, like, that's what, what did know. you go through? You know? I know, I don't right? Know. That just came into my head. That sounds so offensive, and I don't mean that in an offensive way. Like maybe slightly offensive, but I can't. That one's that one's hard for me. Saw's pretty hard. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just kind of like the other ones weren't the first one. It was only the first one that really got to me. Like, oh Ugh. no way! Like this is. There's so much in the second one. Up. too. There's so much in the second one. Anyway. Yeah, horror movies, and miss. So this is yep. life, dude. Like we. So then. I mean, we were thinking about going into the conversation about what's going on in the world right now. Oh, yeah. So, Jim, we got a letter in the mail. So, well, everybody knows. Do we want to get into that, actually? Okay, we'll get into it really quick. Everybody knows December 8th is coming up. And pretty soon. Pretty soon. And they, everybody in the United States and maybe for the world, I don't know every, what everybody else is aware of, but knows what is taking place on December 8th. And that's when the mandate goes into, like, you're no longer. <laughs> anyway. So Jim's been on leave and I will, you can take everything how you will. And I'm not going to say our opinion on any of it, any of it. We are not pro or anti anything. What we are is pro freedom and pro the pro choice in many, many forms. I am pro choice in many ways. And the letter essentially was from Jim's employer saying pretty much you will you, submit submit proof of your health situation or you're terminated and whether or not you have whether or not we have it you know and we're, he's not at work so it's not that big of a deal right now like whatever but overall 
the concept that kind of hit both of us was like, this is the proverbial gun to a lot of people's heads on their livelihood. Yep. Like you will do what we tell you to do or you're out. And we were kind of talking about it this morning, like regardless of where we fall on the scale, this is wrong. This is wrong. And you shouldn't have to submit this information to your employer. You should not be forced to comply with anything like this in order to maintain employment. Like that's a bit far. Yep. That's a bit like, that's a bit far to, if you don't get the flu shot, you you know, find a new job. Yeah. Are you serious? I get that employers have those rights, but that's not the employers doing that. That's the president of the United States telling the employers that they have to do this. I still think it's messed up that they can do it. Right. And, and, but you know, you can't tell the employers have those rights. They can, if it, if that's what they're like hospitals, for example, it makes sense in hospitals, right? To some degree. That's a whole nother thing considering we had a, we, that one into medical malpractice being the third leading cause of death, but we're not going to talk about how that's a human error that can be corrected pretty easily with proper training. We're not going to get into that because that's a sore subject on this girl. Okay. Well, we just, anyway, we just get a, a little catch up here. <laughs> so quick little nugget here. I, we were talking this morning and just, for a lot of people that have their strong convictions about things or they, you know, they, they have the right to have the choice. This is taking away freedoms from people in, in a many, and it's going to cause people to choose between their principles and their morals or their livelihoods. And what is that going to end up doing to people? And what we, what we talked about this morning is it's a slow genocide. Because people are going to give up their principles and their morals and it's going to deteriorate them internally. And another leading cause of death is suicide. Wake up, guys. And yeah. so if you take away people's livelihoods, that what does that push them to when they're, they lose all hope and there's nowhere to go? A lot of people turn to suicide. They get violent. They get desperate. They don't know what to do. Go to prison. Go to prison. It becomes a bigger, bigger, a much bigger problem. But also, but then there's the, the people on the other side who are like, well, then they can just get, they can just do what, comply. You can just do whatever you want to do. But then they de- abandon what they feel. They're right. having to abandon what they feel. And that's going to, that will slowly over time deteriorate people internally. So one way or the other, it's like, this is slow genocide. What are we doing? Yeah. How many people are going to stick up and go, well, at I, what point? F my job then. Right. Or are they not? And then how much, how many bigger problems is that going to create because they've abandoned themselves to comply in order to survive? Right. Well, I can't lose my job. So I guess I have to go do something against what I wanted to do, but I'm being forced to. We have a good friend that called on his way, just going, I'm going to get fired if I don't do this. I don't want to fucking do this, but I have to do it because I can't afford not to do it. Yep. And we were just kind of like... like, what do you, what, what do you say? You shouldn't, you shouldn't be forced. If you feel this passionately, if your instincts are telling you, you should, you don't do that. You shouldn't be doing this. Then we shouldn't be forcing people to do it. Right. It's insane. It is absolute insanity to me. Absolute insanity. And I, I cannot believe it's gotten this far. I cannot believe it has gotten to this point. And I guarantee on any point, like I, on whatever, no matter where you stand on the issue, you ought to be ashamed that you are forcing this on people. 
Like, wake the hell up. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. I got to keep my... <sighs> you got to keep your cool. You know, anyway, because it, it's dumb. Yeah. I, there's a lot of guys out here that are probably like me and signed their name on a dotted line and then all of a sudden immediately just had shit pumped into you that you didn't even know there's just syringes you've you've had anthrax and you know all this i don't i don't want to keep putting stuff in my body like that's my choice that's my choice you've been forced to have a lot of shit put in you i don't want more shit in my body anyway i hope i'm not the only one out there i hope i'm not the idiot no, I don't think so. I think, who cares? Who cares? I get, it's not selfish. It's not selfish. And it's so much bigger picture. It's not like Jim just cares just about him. It's the, it's the big, or anybody, or we just care just about us. Like, That's why I said there's a lot of us. We care there. about people's right to like make the best choice for them and for their community and for what they feel aligned with. Like it's, you know... Do no harm. You're not hurting anybody. And and I'm so, I'm sick of this narrative that you're hurting grandma and grandpa. You're hurting everybody else and you're so selfish because you're infecting. What the fuck do you think? You, like, come on. Have you never heard of plagues? Have you never read any history whatsoever? Have you never, like, looked into the history of the, of the world and seen that, like, illness has circulated as long as the world's been spinning? Like, I'm not downplaying it. I'm really not. I'm just saying have some perspective, have a little bit of perspective and stop trying to like make everybody bend to your psychotic paranoia and anxiety that you can't seem to get under control. Sorry, I'm going to fire it off. It is your anxiety. It is your paranoia. It is your fear that you are projecting onto other people. And you, it's about time you pipe the fuck down and let people make their own choices. (sighs) That felt good. Okay. I don't care. I don't care what end. I don't care what end of the spectrum you fall on. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like Your there's a, there's been adverse reactions to this to this vaccine, mm-hmm. right? So and people there have so been John people who Smith, have really benefited from it. John Smith is very anti-vaccine, and which is his right, and doesn't want to get the vaccine. And all of a sudden, John Smith's going to lose his job. So John Smith has to go out and get the vaccine, and then he comes down with some ridiculous side it's effects. Bell's palsy. You know, it's like. That shit's happening. Like that's, and that, that like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it, it's 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 it is putting the proverbial gun to the head, saying you will do this, you will comply. Yeah, or we will take everything away from you. Fuck your freedoms. Big picture, go bigger than this stupid little narrative going on, or the stupid little thing that we're facing right now in history. This is one little blip of history. I'm not talking, I'm not downplaying what we are going through. I'm asking you to expand your mind to like a bigger timeline here, guys. Bigger timeline. Dude, you're going to, you're, I'm going to push so many people. Well, no, you're doing the crazy arms. Like you're, you are doing (laughs) the arms and you're going to smack your mic one time. It's okay. Anyway, I just think we all need to just settle down and and try because bottom line, I trust humanity. I, I, in spite of, in spite of everything, in spite of everything that's gone on, I trust the hearts of humanity still. I think we're a bit scrambled. I think hands across (laughs) America. I think we're 
definitely like a bit shell shocked and freaked out and of course we are running around with anxiety rampant anxiety people were already becoming hermits why not make them more hermited right but I, I genuinely feel like the hearts of people we all just kind of want right the best like not everybody there are people we will acknowledge there are people who are evil doers who want bad things for other people we'll address them they're a separate category but i don't think that's the vast majority of people i I'm, think i agree with you though i hope that through this whole thing is people have come together which they have we've seen people volunteer for other people and you've seen humanity kind of take a little bit of a a, a little bit of a breath yeah you know but there's still just too much, too much. shit going on yeah and it's if this is your message, if there is really something there, it's not working. Whatever your tactic, whoever the big, the powers, whoever is out there, if you're listening, the powers that be, quote, quote, whatever you want to call it, we can go conspiracy theory there. But whoever is orchestrating or in control or in the circulating the communication, wherever the main message is coming from, the message is not getting through either the way that it's not getting through the way that you're intending or we're kind of saying, fuck your message. (laughs) Boots on the ground are saying no. No You know, and either change your tactic and give us more and have this more of a collective, like, Hey, we're acknowledging your concerns. We're acknowledging what's going on. Like these are the real problems facing people right now. Like how many people are prop are. I just like, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart hurts my heart i sound like such an old person (laughs) it really does though it like it makes me sad to know that people are having to abandon their principles because they have no choice they feel that they have no choice because they'll lose everything and then the people they will and that's and then the people who are like well you can just do it fuck you could you imagine can you put yourself in their shoes for one second and step out of your own what you think is right and go my god i'm putting an entire family out i'm doing I am supporting people lose, losing their livelihoods because they don't do what I feel is right. In a time where every single building that you drive past it right now says now hiring and like, no one can hire. And now think uh, that, people are just going to, this is ridiculous. I don't know. All around. Everybody just needs to pipe the fuck down, focus on yourself, calm down. And let's like work together and get this figured out. And not cut off any more fingers. <laughs> Why is safety important? Because you'll cut your finger off. And how do I know that? Because I cut, you cut your finger. Anyway, Goldberg's way cut that out. It was good. No, I'm not going to cut it out. Because the universe was telling you the day before, like, you're going to cut your finger. Because that was the night before. The night before. before. Frecken. The night before. Frecken. The night before. The night before we watched that episode and the next day. Got a next phone day, call. Ned. I hope we'll put that episode up. So so there might be a little bit of redundancy in things that we're going through because that episode, I haven't listened to it it yet, but we walked away feeling like it was pretty, pretty entertaining conversation, but we were also still in shock. So I might listen to that and be like, "Mm, nah, nah, that's too fucked up. Yep. We handle things a little bit crazy. Oh no, we did. We handled it really well. And every doctor that was there and the psychologists that we've talked to and worked with since have been like, no, you guys are doing like, okay. Minus like, yeah, yeah. You guys kind of fucked up a little bit, but you addressed it. So, you know, you're, you're good. You're solid. 
but it's okay to fuck up. And that, I think that's important. I think that's a really important message I think that you guys can take from this episode as well is in, in spite of being completely aware of what was going on and communicating it, we were talking every night. We were, we were addressing what we were feeling throughout the day. We st- our emotions still boiled over and they, our emotions still were able to take control because we didn't find an outlet. We talked about it, but we never released the energy like in a more of a more healthy, of a yeah more of like a I guess I don't know how do you say more healthy we just no, got it, done saying we did it pretty good yeah we did it's once some some anxiety or some of the negative emotions took hold we just kind of went okay and then we blew up instead of breathing and going okay I'm about to I'm about to explode and this is why <laughs> we went fuck okay this is why I exploded this is what we should have done differently this is how we approached each other and how we triggered each other and Yep. Fist, fist bump, love you. We went like a whole 24 hours without talking to each other. I know it was weird. It was, but it was also kind of like, fuck, man. This wasn't even like a bad fight. It was just, it was, it was the emotional potency behind it. We both knew the commu- the message was a pretty loud one. And we were we were not communicating it the right way. So we just broke away from it after we it blew up a little bit. And then we went, this fight's not over, but it can't continue. Break. Pause. We'll, come, we'll, well reconvene in 24 hours when we've both calmed down and reassessed how we're going to communicate. Yep. And we did so good. That's how you have to do it. Sometimes it was super, like we were super conscious of how we were talking and explaining how, how things that were impacting us internally. Like whether or not it was intended that way, this is what I was feeling inside. And that's why it led to this and this and this and blah, 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 blah. Yep. We did good. That was a good one. Anyway. Yeah, guys. So we'll, we're Giddy here. Up. We're not going anywhere. I'm not going to apologize for the wishy-washy schedule. I think y'all, if you're going to be here, you're just going to understand that that's who we are. And we still have little kids and we have life going on and other things that, Take us away, but we ha- when, when we speak, we'll have a good message, and we'll get more. We are going to get more consistent, but got to figure figure real life out a little bit first, you know. We but got this. We do. It'll be it'll all be good. I have some ideas, and need a community to help bring them together, and just kind of figuring out. We're going to just get that community slowly but surely. It's building, and so if you guys can continue to share. And in these downtimes, like come over to the Instagram. It's just at Garage Therapy Podcast. I do. I am active on there a bit more and, and share some thoughts and things that are maybe some thought provoking sentiments and and also just kind of give you a little bit more insight of our message and what we're where we're going with all of this. So come engage. We'll be here. We're we're not going anywhere. My, my best buddy told me when I started this. He called me up and he was like, yeah, this is good. I This is like perfect for you. Your first 50 are going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, but he was really chilling. He listens to a ton of podcasts and he was just like, but like the first 50 of any podcast just suck. Just That just sounds like so many. I know, right? And I'm like, my first 50 are going to suck, dude. And he's like, yeah, your first 50 are going to suck. Yeah. Thanks for being like. But he was real. He was real. Oh, well, of course. That's Would what you I'm expect saying. Anything like, else? It's, my, it's the sarcasm. <laughs> like, fine. Thanks for being honest and Thanks shit. For t- now letting me know what I should actually expect, and not just like telling me what I want to hear. 
<laughs> so, dude, I know you're listening, and so I appreciate your insight, as always. I love that guy. I know, right? Also a fellow Marine. But we have so much, so much going on. There's a lot to talk about. Don't even know where to begin. So many life lessons that have been taught between, like, just... Anyway, I'm rambling. Wrap up sucks. It's so hard. I always like don't know how to do it. I was gonna say we failed at like trying to do a editless. I know podcast, this but that's will, okay. This one shouldn't be too bad. Anyway, guys, yeah. As as always, guys, like we do appreciate you being here still, and we're excited to just keep going. Put some of these podcasts yep. out. They may come out out of order, but now you kind of we just wanted to touch base with you guys and just go, hey, hey, sorry, we kind of. Dropped off. We had some like shit, shit hit the fan and (laughs) (laughs) we had to, we had to clean it up. So, you know what I'm saying? All right. Okay. Well, on that note, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to today's Garage Therapy Podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtags Garage Therapy or GTP. Want more Garage Therapy? Stay connected with us directly through garagetherapypodcast.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash garage therapy podcast. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through info at garage therapy podcast.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindsets towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought provoking portion of your day. Please like, and subscribe to stay fully up to date until next time. Stay inquisitive.